Oh, hello. Uh, David here. How how are you? I know it's been a while. How's how are things? How's the family? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, that that sounds like it's going well. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, that's just sometimes uh, how life is. Uh, well, look, I don't, I don't want to keep you. Uh, I know we have a whole episode to listen to. I want to make sure we get to that. I just want to address the fact that we've uh, been gone for a while. And first of all, I want to apologize about that. Uh, we were not supposed to be gone this long. Uh, you'll hear in the next episode, I'll talk about what the original plan was. But to give you the overview, I'm back uh, at the end of October. We recorded this episode and the next episode, and the plan was for them to release and then for there to be about a month-long hiatus just while I needed some time um, with my teaching program to get some stuff done. Well, that stuff ended up uh, coming calling a lot sooner than I thought, and my time just got eaten up, and uh, the show just got put on pause very unintentionally. I did not mean to leave the feed uh, just, just void of any content for so long, but uh, we are back, and let me say that uh, for the next few weeks, let's say for the next month, the release schedule, don't quite know what it's going to look like, but we have some stuff on the docket. We're recording some stuff. Some stuff's going to be coming out. Episodes will be releasing. Um, there might still be just a little bit of awkwardness as we catch up, as as we're getting things going, but I'm not just going to leave the feed blank again. I promise there will be stuff on there. There will be acknowledgments and announcements way before any of that happens. And I just wanted to to get to that, just to address it, uh, just if you've been wondering where we are, because we don't talk about it in this episode because this was recorded so long ago. So uh, thank you for your patience, um, and thank you for the kind words from from people who I've been in contact with. And we're excited to be back and, and get things going again. So I want you to enjoy this episode. We've got more great stuff coming. Uh, this is a really fun one. Uh, Nick and I have a lot of fun talking about Spider-Man Unlimited, and I won't keep you from it any longer. Here you go. I want you to do me a favor. Yeah, sure. I want you to hit me as hard as you can. What? Let it out. I want you to hit me. Trust me. Come on. Come on. Stop trying to hit me and hit me. Hit me, baby, one more time. And now, our feature presentation. Welcome to Hit Me One More Time, the Nostalgia Reflection Podcast, where we look at the things that we loved when we were younger and ask the question, is this good? I'm David Luzader, and with me, as always, couldn't do it without him. Of course, it's Nick Shermooksness. Nick, hello. Hey, David. What's up? Oh, okay. I, 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 I was expecting more. You were coming in with some manic energy there. Yeah, yeah you know, I thought I'd try that out for once. And um... How'd it feel? Uh, I felt, you know, it felt good, uh, but I, uh, you know, it, it sputters out pretty quickly, actually. <laughs> yeah, trying to uh, keep up high manic energy. Yeah, no, I, yeah. Uh, I feel yeah. Like, yeah, oh yeah, welcome to the podcast. I mean, this this show we're going to be talking about does have that, like, extreme energy of the 90s that I feel like a mm. voice like that would, you know, would fit. Like, oh, oh yeah, man. it does, David talking about lord tiger <laughs> i've lord got tiger. i've got so many just so many thoughts about lord tiger and about so many other things um because nick said so normally normally astute listeners will know 
that uh, we on the the tens we just do Nick and ourselves uh, ourselves. <laughs> I'm having a manic episode. There's multiple of me in here. Um, no, just uh, just Nick and myself, and uh, we trade picking the topic because we have stuff we're nostalgic for. So you know, let's uh, sometimes. sometimes let's talk about the things that that we love that we don't want to wait for guests to bring on. <laughs> Uh, and this week was Nick's pick, and Nick, you brought to us Spider-Man Unlimited. You're welcome. You're welcome, world. After failing to stop Venom and Carnage from catching a ride to Counter-Earth, Peter Parker makes his way there to stop them and save John Jameson and clear his name. What he finds on Counter-Earth is a whole new set of problems that only Spider-Man and his fancy new suit can handle. This is the part of the show where we share our own personal histories with the topic. Nick, you brought this here. You've done this uh, to me. So uh, what's your what's your history with the topic? I am pretty sure that I watched maybe like two of the episodes when I was a kid because uh, it came out in uh, ni- 1999. So right. I was probably roughly <clears throat> so somewhere between 1999 and 2001. I don't know when it fell on my radar, um, but I think it was during its original air date uh, or air air run. Um, and I mean, of course, I thought the Spider-Man costume was dope. Um, and that's about all I remember. Uh, I, I had remembered that that he was on like a world with anthropomorphic animal people, um, but I couldn't remember like anything else about the plot. But I really, really liked his costume. Um, so I figured, why not bring it up and see if uh, I could fill in the blinks? Well, there you go. I have, um, unsurprisingly, fairly similar. I do remember watching this show. I remember, like, being interested in it and, like, watching when new episodes came out. And there was, like, a couple of things in some of the episodes that that I watched that were familiar, just, like, outside of the suit. Like, Peter Parker walking around town and, like, saving some kid from a killer robot was, like, very familiar to me. I don't know why that, from all things, stuck in my head. Um, but it did. And uh, yeah, I, for a very long time, conflated this with Spider-Man 2099 until uh, a few years back, you um, like had me read the Spider-Man 2099 comic. And I think I mentioned like, oh, yeah, I remember the cartoon. You were like, what cartoon? There's never been a cartoon of this. And that uh, that kind of blew my mind that I I couldn't remember that I was blurring the Spider-Man world's. And so uh, this has been the first time since I've revisited this since it was on. And uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. Because there's only 13 episodes. Uh, you know what? But I'm going to let Nick talk about that. Because, Nick, can you tell us about the world's history with Spider-Man I, Unlimited? I sure can. I don't know why I use that accent. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, <laughs> I'll try and do it in a southern accent. Spider-Man Unlimited exists because of contractual obligations. Okay, no, I'm stopping you. No, you're stopping me? (laughs) I'm stopping you. (laughs) Okay, fine. 
Spider-Man Unlimited exists because of contractual obligations. If Fox produced another season of a Spider-Man show, they could continue to air episodes of what I assume is the uh, 1994 animated series for an indeterminate amount of time. Originally, they were going to make a low-budget adaptation of the first 13 issues of the original Amazing Spider-Man comic. But because of, which which I love, I just love the idea of just like, we need to shit something out. Yeah, and, just to uh, keep We're going to put the minimal amount of money towards this thing and that literally we don't even care if people watch it. We just have to make it, mm-hmm. you know? Anyway, uh, but because of Marvel, uh, what the heck did I write? Hold on. But because of Marvel and Sony Pictures making a deal for a live-action film and, apparently, an accompanying series of their own, Fox couldn't use the early comics or the classic costume. It didn't really go into detail as to really why that was the case, um, given that they could still make a Spider-Man costume. Uh, So, uh, funny that you mentioned it earlier. It was almost a Spider-Man 2099 show, which arguably would have been even cooler than what we got. Unfortunately, Batman Beyond screwed that up. So thanks, Terry. Uh, Terry. Terry. Um, apparently, it was Marvel that gave them a list of what they could use, which included Counter-Earth, Knights of Wonder Gore, John Jameson, and et cetera, which to me sounds like they basically went into the back closet, mm-hmm. like rummaged around a bit and found like a sack <laughs> More or it less. was just not, it didn't even get to get put in a box. It's just like a sack. Mm-hmm. And it was like, here's what you can use. Here's the stuff nobody's interested in. Make a <laughs> show with this. Uh, so Michael Reeves and uh, Will Munio. I'm probably butchering that, uh, who producers on the series worked with this list to create the show's story. The show originally ran from October 2nd, 1999 to March 21st, 2001. It was put on hiatus after its third episode and then was announced as canceled a month after that, almost as if it was planned. But really what happened was that basically a mix of competing with a little indie nobody called Pokemon uh, and Marvel's financial woes at the time put the kibosh on any future Spider-Man Unlimited seasons. Oh, yeah. Uh, they, this apparently aired opposite of Pokemon, and it had, I mean, it had no chance. There was no it, way. It, it really didn't. That. They were fools. Fools. Fools, we say. I mean, as we've talked about on this show, Pokemon is just like a, it's a money-printing juggernaut. And, uh, yeah. And it, it killed Spider-Man Unlimited. Which, I mean, really, would we even have noticed if the show didn't exist? Anyway, so you didn't remember much about this show. Was it a surprise to you then, Nick, for the the high evolutionary to make an appearance? Um, I think it was I had known that and then I had had remembered uh, it. Uh, Even though he looks nothing like the high evolutionary does in the comics. (laughs) So don't know what went wrong there. Um, but that was pretty funny. I, what I where I want to start is really with the start of the premise in the first place, which is Counter Earth. Oh, Lord Counter. First Earth. off, what were you gonna say? Oh, I, I was just saying, Good Lord Counter Earth. But go get first off. What, please, please do. do why tell. Why is this Earth the counter? Mm. They never They never explain its origins, how it got there. You know that there was just another apparently semi identical Earth on the other side of the sun and our blind spot. Um, Never noticed it, but uh, we're going to call it counter earth. Like presume, assuming that it really wasn't just like an extra dimensional earth 
you know, shunted into our reality or something like that. It's literally just another planet in our solar system, right? right like it right. should have been given the name Bob or, oh, that reminds me, we should probably do Titan AE at some point. Oh, Lord, um, Titan AE. Yes, we should. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> Bob. It should have just been called Bob. Um, and um, so that, that seems a little rude. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, the, so apparently, I'm I'm looking now at the Counter Earth Wikipedia article because this was like an old theory that there was uh, something that you know has not we now identify as like the Counter Earth, but there was like something kind of on the opposite side that we just like couldn't see, and that's of course been debunked. It would have been also debunked in the '90s when we have the capacity to send people into space and satellites and like telescopes. And we would have discovered if there was another earth, like way before this, this show is supposedly taking place. Um, that, that just to me is the opening like premise. Cause they, they, they kind of come out of the gate with that. I laughed like that was such a, and I know it's a Marvel thing. I know that that um, is a concept in Marvel. There is a counter earth that the high evolutionary deals with and blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. But it's still just such an insane, weird idea. Right. Right. Which I think in the comics, Counter-Earth came out of the uh, Heroes Reborn, Heroes Return or something like that, I think. Like, basically, it turned out that instead of Marvel failing to reboot some, some like, Avengers as characters, uh, it was just that they were brought to, like, an artificially created second earth on the other side of the sun um so at the very least it was something that hadn't existed before now but in this case the high evolutionary uh who really wasn't getting along on you know the earth mm-hmm. you know decided i'm gonna check out this other earth and ah shit they are doing like the exact same thing i don't like it uh I- I'm going to create animal people oh. and that's going to be better. Lord. Okay. So his, his bestials, as he calls them, his like animal people. Um, yeah. Cause somehow he, he got there that that's kind of like brushed over of like the high evolutionary came here. Cool. Anyway, here's other stuff going on. But when he's explaining um, like, Oh, I created these animal people and they're better. They're stronger. They're faster. And as he is explaining that they're faster, the camera... So the camera's panning over during this voiceover of, like, a bunch of these bestials, uh, like, at a restaurant. And when he is saying they're faster, the one that it's panning over is a turtle. Um, and I got a real big kick out. I don't, I don't know if that was, like, intentional or just, like, coincidental, but I just love that that was the animal when he's like, they're faster. And there's... Though, aside from being themed after certain animals, they didn't really have, like, I mean, well, so they were, like, you know, like, fast and strong, I think, but, like, I don't know, the kind of animal they were didn't really seem to matter, Right. I guess, I don't know, I... Uh, I also they also do the naming convention thing I hate, where it's like, I'm an animal person, my name, Lord Tiger, and this is Ursula, she's a bear, and uh, this right here, she's a rat woman, so she's Lady Vermin. (laughs) (laughs) I I feel bad for Lady Vermin. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, the... um... 
I mean, in this case, I'm just going to chalk that up to it being, you know, a kid's cartoon, right? No. Uh, some stuff is good. Anyway, continue. No. <laughs> no. How dare it? <laughs> she deserves. But, but I also like that it's like Tiger, Ram, Vermin, Ursula. Well, yeah, Ursula means bear. Oh, shit. That's right. Yeah, jeez. Oh, my gosh. I need to go back to public school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't think I like. I totally did. I totally. You're right. Like Ursa made. Ah, oh, crap. That's gonna sound dumb. You're not gonna cut this out of the podcast, are oh, you? Oh no, no, of course not. Yeah. Okay. Figured. Anyway. Uh. So. Crap. Um. Uh, <laughs> moving on, real quick. Um. Uh, so before we even get to those um totally um correctly named uh creatures. Um, the Knights of Castle Wondergore. Knights of Wonder, which to be fair, for like a you know bag of ideas in the basement of the House of Ideas, they're actually, I mean, it's not not cool. Like the, the name Wondergore sounds cool. Yeah. You know, throwing knights in front of it usually does the trick. Um, uh, okay, that's basically it. But... <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so 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 yeah, the show, the, the the launch of the show is John Jameson, who um, what I love is like he makes this uh, public announcement, like it's just him. Like mm-hmm. where is everyone else? He's just he's just making this announcement, like and 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 you know their active aggression because they like destroyed the satellite that we sent there to to spy on them. You know must be answered. So he just he just goes by himself. Right. He's giving this press conference as he's getting ready to launch into space and he's like we've we've discovered counter earth uh we didn't tell you about that before now but i'm gonna go punch him okay bye right but no one else he doesn't have a a crew no no one no one else is coming with him just him uh Mm -hmm. he's operating a giant probably multi-billion dollar piece of machinery Mm -hmm. by himself that's fine um that being said beyond all that stuff i did think that as an opening you know spider-man fighting Venom and Carnage on a rocket as it's launching into space is pretty exciting. However, all of this was ruined by how distracted I was by how Carnage looked. Oh, yeah. Carnage's design is something in this show. Like, it's it's somehow more terrifying than what he normally looks like, which is pretty terrifying. Mm-hmm. But I really am curious why they didn't go with his traditional look and decide because venom more or less looks the same um but why they went with the look that they did which we'll we'll never know because i couldn't find any information on it yeah yeah and to add a little further context for people who uh who didn't watch it um they when uh they are introduced they are not like now eddie brock and um i can never remember cletus whatever Cletus Uh, cassidy yeah that that guy um, they are not the humans now in the symbiotes. It's now the symbiotes are independent and they can. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, they're not. Uh, you, you may not, you may have. So I, I think I had said episode 11 was optional, oh, but yeah, I that I actually, have it shows that Eddie Brock and Cletus cast or Eddie Brock and that one, but in, actually in the finale, it shows Eddie and, and Cletus. Um, so yeah, so I I agree that I was confused at first because they were just turning into like things of goo and like getting onto the rocket ship and stuff, but then later on it turns out that they are carrying their human hosts. Oh, did they just like absorb them? I I guess so. Like it just breaks down their molecules to do what they need to do and then reconstitute them, I guess. Oh, well that even like 
raises more questions then because like the Eddie Brock one looks, you know, or the Venom one looks like Venom, how we typically think of him. Uh, and then like Carnage, is, Carnage's proportions are all weird. Um, it's got random spikes in places. It's. I mean, as we said, this was the late 90s, early 2000s. I'm surprised there's not more spikes, to be perfectly honest. Mm, true, 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 true. I mean, some of the, um, oh God, oh God, somebody's art, the neck is weird. It's disturbing to look at. Um, just some of the, yeah, like the hairstyles and some of the designs, especially on like the knights, uh, everything about the knights of, of Wonder Gore, Wonder Gore, whatever. Wonder Gore. Are, are, they are just straight up, um, you know, that like extreme, uh, like lots of shoulder pads and the, and the costumes are like clashing colors and designs and everything. Yeah. It's just like, I, I, why do we think that stuff was so cool? I'm, I'm asking you legitimately, Nick, why do we think that stuff was so cool? I, I was young then, you know, I, um, I'm not responsible for finding it cool cause I did, but, but I didn't, I didn't know any better, you know? The world was designed for me, I guess, is what I'm saying. I feel like, yeah, for us that were young comic readers, at the time you just went with it because that's what it was. Uh, and now, like, looking back on it, it's like, good Lord, Rob Liefeld, why? You know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is always interesting because, especially when we review this stuff, uh, especially, I think, with, um, you know, like, you can watch an old live-action movie and... Uh, you know, like a slice of life tale, you know, people are wearing the clothes of the era and maybe some of the fashion, you know, didn't age so well. And it's just like, yeah, it's just like, that is what it is. But when it comes to like art animation, where it's like a very deliberate, you know, design choice, you know, which on a certain level can also be informed. I mean, Carnage is not informed by any form of uh, uh, fashion of the era. He's just a alien symbiote goo. Um, but, you know, it, it's still interesting in terms of, like, how they came to the conclusion that, like, this is extreme, this is cool. You know, like, why Shoulder are pouches, pads, like, the biggest pouches. definition of the 90s extreme, you know? Mm -hmm. Nanotechnology, <laughs> which this movie heavily <laughs> features, or Where's... this show. So many things were there. Like, where did he get the money for that? Reed Richards he's, like, made it he's, for him. He's still, a, he's still a photojournalist. Reed Richards um, made it for him. Oh, right. Richards, yeah, he did say that. That's right. But still, uh, I like that there's so much trust. So it's put in spite A, because, and I get maybe the, the other superheroes will feel differently, but like prior to him, you know, following John Jameson to Counter Earth. Yes, thank you. You know, there's like a six month up. period where he's like, everyone's just shitting on him. Well, um, yes, yes. So, yes, everybody hates Spider Man until he dies in a building. Um, spoiler alert, he's not dead, but. Peter Parker was, is like killed. They hold up the mask and it's like, this is all we found of him. I'm like, so you think if you didn't find a body, like right. a smushed up man in a, in a Spider-Man costume in that rubble, then chances are he must be alive. Well, no, it's well documented that he is a, a balloon man. <laughs> he is uh, just full of helium uh, walking around. And obviously it's popped because you could see the way the mask was uh, perforated. So yeah, obviously he's dead. The logic holds. It's true. It's true. Um, ratings. It was just all for the ratings. I know. Um, but also that 
apparently Jonah pulls some strings so that Peter can be working yes. on <laughs> what what strings Jonah must have other than I guess it's because his son worked for if that was NASA or Shield right. NASA or whatever it's it was. So flimsy. Um, it's so flimsy. But six so A, they pull together another interdimensional or whatever, because I think it goes through a a, a warp hole. You know, but so they, they they manage in six months to create another spaceship, you know, that can take them. Mm-hmm. Again, billions of dollars. Yep. Spider Man, you know, doing his responsibility thing is like, this is my mission, I've gotta go. Doesn't ask permission, doesn't consult Why anyone. He? he just shows back up on the rocket and he's gonna steal. He's gonna steal a multi billion dollar rocket. As you do. Nick Fury, of all people, shows up to defend it. Which? They tussle for a bit. Spider Man gives them the speech and Nick Fury you know, dog of the state or whatever you want to say, lets him go. If anyone can do it, Spider-Man can. Right. Yes, Nick Fury shows up in a jetpack because we have to mention the fact that he's flying around this rocket in a jetpack, and it's like Spider-Man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill you. And he like he seems like he doesn't trust Spider-Man anymore. But then right. you're right. He's like, come on, man, it's me, Spider-Man. And he's like, you know what? You're right. You are Spider-Man. Shit. <laughs> Go ahead and take this rocket, he's, and uh, good luck. He's got a point. Um, <laughs> I, I, so was, that, I was upset until he said he was Spider-Man. <laughs> to me, that, that's crazy. But also, what I liked is before that, um, you know, while everyone's shitting on Spider-Man, um, Peter's talking with Mary Jane. Mary Jane is, you know, giving him the pep talk, you know, about how maybe, like, this is a great time for Peter Parker to shine. And Peter's like... Maybe Peter Parker can help John where Spider-Man couldn't. Flash forward six months, and the next, the literally next thing that he yes. does is just like, now it's time for the world to see the new and improved Spider-Man, right. and then like, like puts on his nanotech suit. Yeah, what was the point of that line? It, it was there was nothing Peter Parker apparently did because again, there was a a line in the show where Peter's working in this facility that someone is legitimately like, what does he do here? Right, <laughs> and that's like they. They didn't need to include that line. I just would have accepted, okay, Peter somehow got into this facility and is hijacking a rocket. Uh, the, yeah, the writing in the, the beginning there was was a little bit wonky and, and comical now, like as an adult. As a kid, I'm sure I was just like, oh, yeah, sure. The heads of newspaper can, uh, can pull strings to get their freelance photojournalists jobs working on rockets. Makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. and then when uh, when Peter gets to counter Earth, uh, and it, they're still in New York, there his the, what's the one job he goes for? Uh, he's gonna sell pictures of Spider Man to someone who's yeah. basically J Jonah Jameson. He's like, can I call you JJ? That that was that was amusing, but I I don't know. I thought that concept, like, I would have been down with him getting some sort of other job, finding some other means. I mean, also, like, yeah. the job thing felt so minuscule in the fact that he's working with these rebels who are fighting against an oppressive regime. Right. I think it conflicted with, you know, they wanted some familiar elements of Spider-Man, sure. you know, in a, in a situation where, like, it really isn't necessary or wouldn't make sense also that he like gets you know he basically rents a room you know from naoko um who's a a, a local physician in the in the bait i think they call it the basement which is like the slums uh, where all the humans live and 
you know so in like leading into that scene you know it's he's basically like i just need a place to lay low and figure this out and like you know obviously he's a man on a mission like you know need to rescue john and like need to get the hell out of here and two weeks pass and he's figured nothing out Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) (laughs) nothing right yeah yeah because he he's like uh john i'm gonna get that rocket and get us out of here and somebody gives him like a duffel bag and is like, go walk amongst the people and see how much help we need. The, boy, the writing in the first that like they're, they're like trying to set up all this stuff. They just then like smash cut to the next scene. And all of that is now pointless. Also, in the mask she gave or in the in the uh, bag she gave him was a mask of like a human face. But then he's just walking around as like good old Peter Parker. NBD. Maybe they're like, oh, he's an actual Spider-Man, a man spider. So we'll, you know, he'll have to wear this human face to it's true. No get around. No one's ever seen um, what is under the mask. So, which uh, also uh, reminds me uh, when he when he <laughs> when he commandeers the rocket, he's like. He, he makes a public service announcement. I guess there's like a megaphone that he's able to tap into. And he's just like, hey, guys, this is Spider-Man. You know, this is my responsibility. Thanks, bye. And he's like, oh, wait, I also need to uh, have an excuse for Peter Parker. As if anyone in the world gives a shit about Peter Parker. Yeah. So he's just like, uh, he takes off his mask. And he's like, hey, guys, this is Peter Parker. Uh, I'm going on this trip, too, to take pictures of Spider-Man. Like, literally the whole world knows that. That you're Spider-Man now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody knew who Peter Parker was before. And now you have just like put him on blast next to Spider-Man. Oh, and by the way, uh, they can see, you know, down three quarters of your neck there, bud. They can see that you are wearing the Spider-Man costume. Uh, right. There's going to be so, presumably the, the space agency has cameras in the ship, which they were tapped into at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was... <laughs> That was hilarious. Uh, but it, also the fact that on this other Earth, he still feels... I mean, from like the Knights of Wondergore and all of that, I totally get like you want to protect your identity, but from like everyone else, right. who cares? Well, but, also, but also, Peter Parker does not have a chip. He is an unregistered person. They make like a big deal out of that, that he can like move around all stealth-like. So it's like, why would you then, why... I mean, I guess getting a freelance job would make enough sense because if you get paid in cash, that's all like good and dandy. But if you start making a name of yourself as the guy that's shooting pictures of Spider-Man, hey, guess who they're going to come after when they're trying to figure out who Spider-Man is? Because what's happened right. to you 10 million times, Peter? People start mm-hmm. harassing you because you know who Spider-Man is, they assume. Yeah, the whole thing in Spider-Man canon with uh, where Peter Parker is a friend of Spider-Man and everyone's just like, Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah, makes like, sense. Yeah, totally. You know, why is Peter always disappearing? Oh, because he has to go take pictures of Spider-Man. Like, I, I mean, it's comics, and you kind of have to win, you know, win with it. But it's right. one of the my least uh, favorite things in the in the Spider-Man narrative. Um, but uh, so we didn't really dig into it too deep. But the costume. Oh yeah, no, the costume's great. It's 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 extreme. It's definitely I, I wouldn't say it's too evocative of Spider-Man 29 other than it, it looks certainly more futuristic. I wouldn't even say the Spider-Man 29 costume looks futuristic, but um, this one, you know, does. And it's a bit more like everything's really extra on it. But somehow the design, I mean, it works for yeah. me. Oh, it. I mean, I agree. It is like 
if we're gonna go a little if we're gonna go a little wild with it and make it a bit different, like this is the direction that you want it to go in, you know, it's it's two colors. Um it it is still reminiscent of the original design. Uh it's uh, the cape is strange, but weirdly I, I love it. I don't know. The the like boots, the things on the outside of the boots are where it like loses me a little bit. Uh, I'm looking at a picture right now, <laughs> which is why I'm describing it in such detail. But there's like this is a thing you saw a lot. There was like extra, like, I don't even know what to describe it as. You saw this a lot in comics and like comic costumes where they have like fins on the boots for absolutely no reason. That's my least favorite part. But like the gauntlets have spiders on them and his like spider symbol is like really cool. Uh, for some reason, the face is always like in shadow, <laughs> but it works. It's a, it's a cool design. Is a cool design. Oh, someone did a 3D. I, I also have it up now, and someone did a 3D model of it, and it looks pretty cool too. Nice. Yeah, so cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Cool costume. I I also enjoyed, and I like that the costume was a bit janky for the Green Goblin of this world. Um. I actually really enjoyed that character, and. Uh, I know there's not like a ton of him and because like the show is very short lived. The comic was very short lived. But if you're going to like do this thing of like we're on a different world and there's still like other versions and Peter's greatest enemy is all is a hero on this world that can like really, you know, that's been done a million times and it can be a swing and a miss. But I, I don't know. I really like the take on it this time. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think they're they're they're. It- the the especially the voice actor I think brought a certain personability I don't know if that's a word but personability to to this version of the Green Goblin, um, who I don't know if you picked up on it is the ex husband of Naoko. Oh oh uh, wait wait they, but they were so subtle about it Nick how how could I ever have figured that out? At least in the episodes that I watched. Um, I mean, yeah. In the in his first episode, he's just like, "Oh, my love." So, I yeah. mean, yes, I may I put two and two together, but yeah, he's like, "I, you know, like, oh, I'm gonna find her. Like, I care about her so much more than you even know." Uh, who uh, me? Her husband? No, no, no. Also, but, yeah. Do they? I wonder if in another episode they explain it's like, if was he just an experiment? Was he experimented on by the high evolutionary? Because I mean, yeah, uh, you know. So he, he was also the voice of Spider-Man of Peter Parker in the show. Oh, really? Yeah, same same voice actor who's done Peter Parker like a fair amount of times. Um voiced him in like a number of video games and stuff. He was also the voice of Bruce Wayne Batman in The Batman. Um oh. Yeah. But I, I think well I think it's also I don't know, I just think it's interesting that he, he played both Green Goblin and um What's his butt? What's the guy in this show called? Spider-Man. That's Spider-Man. <laughs> what are we here for? Yeah, I don't know. Um, coincidentally, the whole Spider-Man is Green Goblin thing has actually been done in the comics before. I mean, what hasn't yeah. at this point? Yeah, it's true. Uh, so yeah, part of the reason that I also picked this show, as you know, but the audience might not, is I've been on like, I've actually been on a pretty big Spider-Man kick lately. I've been reading through the original mm-hmm. Clone Saga. So like, I'm like all in on 90s Spider-Man right now. And I just thought, like, hey, I vaguely remember this, that this show was a thing. The costume is cool. Let's check it out. Hey, no, that's fair. I mean, this is a show that 
I probably had built up in my mind of like, but the fact that it was 13 episodes kind of blew my mind. Cause I was like, Oh yeah, I was sure. Like this probably ran for a couple of years and, and whatever. Like I remember watching it and like, it was cool, but you know, there's a lot of like those, those shows I haven't watched. But then like finding out it's 13 episodes and yet somehow I still have like a, a decent enough memory of it. Mm-hmm. I wonder what the longest running was it the nineties show? Or would it be like I don't, been in, I don't know. I think the '90s show at this point is still the longest running one, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Like I can't think of. I mean, maybe Ultimate Spider-Man ran longer. That did run uh, for a while. Um, I, I can't. I mean, I don't even keep track of any of the Spider-Man shows. There's these so days. there's so many Spider-Man shows. It's ridiculous. Never enough Batman shows, though. Never enough. Oh Batman my. Shows. Oh no. There are perhaps maybe too many Batman shows. Um. And if there are too many Batman shows, then there's definitely too many Spider-Man shows. I don't know. They're the they're the characters for their respective um, companies that people resonate with and love the most. And so they, you know, they're the ones that get slapped on everything because despite how much we like to complain about it on the Internet of like, oh, great, another Batman thing. Like, you know what sells? Batman. Batman. Like, like, I don't love... The what they're all, all doing with Spider-Man in the uh, MCU, but like, why are they going to throw Spider-Man and everything? Because people are going to watch it; they're going to see it. Right. For... Which, just yeah, this is uh, you know. So uh, on the show, um, it does have so. I mean, there's some there's some funny lines like when uh, the Knights of Wondergore are coming at uh, Spider-Man, he calls them like four horsemen of the ridiculous. That that may that tickled me a bit. <laughs> um or what do you mean those refugees from the toy store um so some of it was tongue-in-cheek some of it was clever um like overall the script on the show wasn't great um but i i will say though i think after the first episode it did get better you know for a kid's show right and i only saw um um, like a couple more episodes uh and you know some things were uh some things were definitely interesting and the way that it ended was, was certainly like a bit interesting ends on this huge cliffhanger, but I do have one giant question about the high evolutionary. And that is that the high evolutionary comes here and he hates humans. He hates humans so much. That's like, that's like a part of his whole thing. Why is he allowing them to continue living? He he like at the end of the, the the 13 episodes or in the 13 episodes, he's like, I'm gonna wipe out humanity. And it's like, cool, man. You said you hate them so so much. So why haven't you done that by now? Right. What took so long? Um, it's a great point. Uh there's no answer for it other than Yep. Yeah, no, I need I need answers right now. I I will call him. And I will let you know what he says. You're going to call the high evolutionary. I'm going to call. I'm going to call him. I'm going to call him after the show, David. Not on the show. That would be rude to our guests. But no, I, no. I will call him, and I will, and I will update you on no, what he said. And they'll never get brought up again. By the way. But no, 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 Nick. Actually, I think if you have the number, um, and I know it's going to be hard, you, you can patch us through, and I can I can talk to him for you if you want. You want to talk to him? Uh, yeah, I want I want to talk right to him right now. Uh-huh. Uh Okay. Um. Ring, ring, ring. Hello. Oh, 
Hi, is this is this the high evolutionary? I prefer Mr. Evolutionary. Oh man, if uh if you were voiced by my friend Nick and not your own entity, I would be mad at you for stealing the joke I was about to make. But I know you're Mr. Evolutionary, you're you're on your own. So I have, I have a question. Um do you remember being briefly uh in a TV show in the late nineties or the two thousands called Spider Man Unlimited? Uh rings a bell okay well in that show you hated humanity i, I think that's you know that's a familiar motif for you um, spoilers <laughs> I, have to, I have to ask uh why why in this universe where you hated humans so much you had the ability to kill them all why why didn't you well uh you know if it I did, or I tried to, uh, uh, eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, eventually. It wasn't for those meddling kids. Hold on, wait, <laughs> wait. Did you try to stop them before, and the Scooby Gang stopped you? I don't want to talk about it. Oh boy, this is. I have to ask: Were you wearing some sort of like outlandish Halloween costume, and they pulled off the mask and exposed? Yeah, you? that's why. That's why I don't look like what people know me as. In, oh, so in you're wearing the, a you're wearing a costume you know, in in the show. Yeah. No, no, like that's that's oh, how that's I normally what, look. That's what you the, actually yeah, like the, the weird spike finger things surrounding my face. Oh like my! I, God. I, I wore that to prom, um, <laughs> but uh, no. But before you know, I was I was like purple and like had like a metal suit. I was like a cooler Iron Man, you know. Right. You know, yeah, that's what um, we all call you. Like, like cool honestly, Iron I think uh, Robert Downey Jr. could probably play me in a movie uh, if you're listening, Kevin Feach. But anyway, um, you know the the Scooby Gang. They. Uh, they uh, they took that from me. Um, Boy, rude. that sucks. Um, you, you know, and and so like yeah, I had tried to kill humanity then, but I thought oh, fine, I'll just put him in ghettos, and that. But you know that, that Spider Man, he just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. really, he really, he really gets my goat. You know. Yeah. Oh, hey, that's oh, that's funny because you made like a you made goat people. Uh, well, Mister Evolutionary, thank you so. Much. Do you have do you have a message uh, now out for the people that you want to get out there? Um, invest in Bitcoin <laughs> or something. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Mister Evolutionary. Let's. Uh, all right, Nick, you can go ahead and hang up now. You can come back. Uh, Wait, can I have five bucks? You? Oh, he's oh, gone. Oh, dang. Oh. Oh, what an, I don't know how much of that you could hear. It was an illuminating conversation. Oh, I walked away. Um, you know, I went and got a snack. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it's really, really for, nice guy. Really, uh, boy, I really learned a lot. Uh, he likes to be called Mister Evolutionary. Um, I, I thought uh. of that first. That was I. <laughs> oh, did you? Yep, that was that was my bit, not his. <laughs> cool. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, seem seem yeah. Seems like a stand up guy that uh, totalitarian dictator <laughs> he is. Mm-hmm. Um, who, who built a who built a castle in the middle of New York City? <laughs> Just, as you do, as you do. Yeah. Um, other things on the show uh-huh. that I I thought was I, I liked how I mean there's only 13 episodes and of the ones we watched like we basically got Peter and Naoko meeting. And then, like the next episode, it's like Peter, you are a lazy sack of crap, and uh, if you don't get your ass out there and find some money, you're on yo ass, honey. Bam, got it. Um, you know, but she's like really harsh when she's like, you know, the wolf isn't just at the door; he's already cleaned out the pantry. I'm like, whoa. Jeez, that's a yeah. An undetermined amount of time has passed. She's like, I can't keep subsidizing you. So, like, it also sounds like. 
that Peter is coming in and being like, hey, can I have 20 bucks? It must be, right? Like he's been there for two weeks. You know, they, they say that he that two weeks had passed, but also that she's like, I mean, is she expecting like daily rent? Um, I don't know. Maybe she is. I don't know how that, you know, these Look, agreements work on it, counter earth. Yeah, it's it's counter earth where, you know, it's kill or be killed. Life is constantly on the line. In, in a sense, it is. Given that it's run by animals, you know, who are much more in tune with the, the, the ravages of nature. Who are living something. just like humans are up in super cities. Yep. Yeah, no, but they but they solved um, world peace, so it's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, well, oh, hold on. Oh, hold on. Oh, you just reminded me of one of my favorite lines in the whole, in the whole show, which is when Peter meets the, the Green Goblin. Because it's assumed that the high evolutionary has, like, control of the planet, right? And uh, the, the, like, metal men or whatever find him in Green Machine Goblin. Men. Machine men. And the metal men's DC. You're right. My bad. Um, they show up, and they're like, Masked vigilante activity is illegal in the five boroughs in parts of Staten Island. It's like, so there are other parts of Staten Island where I could be a masked vigilante, and that wouldn't be a problem. Yes, yeah, and really Spider-Man should have just gone there. Like, the whole Resistance should have just moved to that part of Staten Island. Seriously, why not? Oh, we haven't even talked about the Resistance, because who cares about the Resistance? (laughs) They they have a guy that can control rags. Um, John Jameson uh, is is there. Who is and still still Wolfman? He he does become Wolfman though. Uh, he, I don't think we saw it in the episodes that we watched. No, but Peter um, mentions it as he's swinging around. He yeah he does mention that old Peter. Um, and uh, yeah yeah no okay not worth, worth talking about. Uh, I did think the inclusion of the machine men were cool, even though they really didn't look anything like it. I'm assuming it's a reference to um, Aaron Stack slash X51 slash Machine Man. Um, probably. I mean, that's that's probably that was that. probably in the uh, the the sack of things they were allowed to play mm-hmm. with. Right. Like we're not doing anything with this thing right now. Go go for it. Um, Venom and Carnage. You know. Why not have them have them there? Uh, they have this whole thing with the something called the synoptic, which um, I don't think means what they want it to mean. And uh, but it's pa- just basically a parasite hive mind parasite mm-hmm. thing that, you know, wants to subjugate, you know, all of counter earth and, and beyond, I suppose. Because well, they um, were there before. And heck, we're ruling things. And then the, the asteroid came just as it did on our planet. Despite the fact that it was not in the same spot as our planet, the exact same thing apparently happened. I, you know, I was unclear on whether they were referring to uh, Counter Earth or um, Earth Earth, regular Earth. I thought that they were going to take the time to figure it out, right? Right. Yeah, I really, really wanted them to sit down and really hash out the differences here. Um. So yeah, they're they're just their whole shtick is just kind of going around trying to put slugs on people. <laughs> Or whatever. They're, yerk, you know, they're trying to right? put yurks on people. They're trying to put yurks on people. Uh, they're they're yurking it. Oh no, they're, Nick. They're <laughs> how did that? Uh, how did we not see that on the episode where we talked about animorphs? I don't know. We made a mistake. Yeah, apparently. Made a mistake. Um, animorphs. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, 
anyway, yeah, so they're, they're there. Carnage, again, giving me nightmares. And honestly, there's really not that much exciting stuff to say about them. It's funny because, like I, like I said, I've been on a bit of a Spider-Man kick uh, and on a, a Venom kick uh, in, like, the last year. Um, and I've, so I've, I've seen Carnage pop up in a few things. And, you know, obviously, like, you keep out to finding new and extreme things to do with him. So, I mean, like, he's just obviously, like, the worst yeah. You know, worst of the worst. But in this show, I mean, like Carnage is, you know, he, maybe he's like the more fanatic acolyte or whatever. Um, but it, there's something. That, so in the final episode, like you see Cletus out of outside of the, the symbiote. And it's very much just sort of like, it's Cletus, guys. It's Cletus. <laughs> like not that this maniacal mass murdering sociopathic serial killer. Mm-hmm. Just like it's Cletus. Um, oh, guys, it's just Cletus. And I always like the the Spider-Man's. Uh, so in the, in the the Venom episode that I selected, that you may not have had a chance to watch, um, basically um, a, a minion of of, of the High Evolutionary uh, manages to separate the the Venom symbiote from Eddie Brock, um, who's like, "Oh my God, I have ribs again," and um, you know. But it turns out that because he's been bonded so long, um, he's dying, and the symbiote's dying. Blah 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 blah. Uh, he gets picked up by Naoko or Spider-Man finds him and brings him to Naoko. Uh, and Spider-Man then uh, resolves himself to basically rescue the symbiote in order to, you know, save Eddie Brock, who sure, we also sure. assume is probably a murderer and such in this. I know Spider-Man, his whole thing is, you know, he's not going to kill, you know, he's he's not going to let anyone die while he's around and all of that. But it's Eddie Brock. <laughs> Uh, yeah well you know yeah i mean it's but these are kids shows these are kids characters or you know kid show versions of these characters like they have to stick to that no killing kid friendly serial killers yeah man um that's uh yep (laughs) well i mean Uh, carnage was never portrayed as the good guy in the show no so. no 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 he, he never he never has that moment other than like in the final episode where they're being rescued along with the rest of the resistance you know so sure. who knows what season two the the mythical season two still still yet holds um i think i saw something that was like the company was like yeah we'd love to make more we just need marvel to want to make more so it's like okay so we're never gonna see any more cool 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 yeah yeah i think you and... know it's like the snyder cut of spider-man Give us more the unlimited cut. Um, Spider Man Unlimited. Uh, there's a line where it's just funny where uh, Peter is like, History was never my best subject. I prefer phys ed, which that's not true. I mean, we all know Peter Parker, you know, was a studious nerd. That's um, true. Before he got his spider powers, I, I don't think phys ed was his favorite when Flash Thompson was bouncing balls off his head. I don't disagree. Um, there's a moment, uh, so also in one of the episodes, Peter is recounting, um, how the Venom symbiote came to be. And he references how it was on a crash shuttle that John, J- they keep sending John Jameson in the space. Right. This guy, first off, worst, worst <laughs> um, idea. But the, the, the whole shuttle crashing thing was in the nineties, the, the, the 1994 Spider-Man cartoon. So I'm wondering if this was meant to be a sort of sequel I, to that. Yeah, I saw some stuff about that where it's like, uh, not really, but kind of, but not really. But there's like some hints that like we can say it. Because I guess like the 
the show ended with Mary Jane being in a separate universe. Um, and I think maybe some other characters. I vaguely remember the ending of the show now that I'm talking about it. But like basically Peter Parker was separated from several of these characters and now they're just back here together. So, you know. Yeah, so very much not, I guess. They just took certain elements from it. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I thought was funny was that so Spider-Man, you know, touts this nanotech suit and, you know, how advanced it is and all the cool technology it has, including sonic disruptors for symbiotes. Uh-huh. And I think other than in the first episode when the when he meets up with the resistance and uh, the symbiotes show up, I don't think it, in any of the other episodes I watched, the sonics never worked. Some, something was jamming them or what have you. Um they just basically never oh except for the climax where he somehow manages to like reverse their sonic polarity i don't know some crap to basically de- destroy the uh, high evolutionary high evolutionary by the way is trying to kill off the rest of humanity with a high pitched frequency because mm-hmm. why not that makes perfect sense uh, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. It's right. It's something he's like oh, i have a way to combat the symbiotes and then like after the first time it is it, it's it's rendered useless basically yeah which um, is, you know it is what it is it is what it is and then um what was i gonna say so in so in the uh that being in the finale so so you know we spider-man's there he's been hanging out for a while you know working with the resistance taking on the symbiotes messing with the high evolutionary in the finale uh, they they are captured by the high evolutionary spider. You know the high evolutionary tries to kill, you know humanity. Spider Man stops him. They have a final tussle. Lord Tiger, yep, betrays the Knights of Wonder Gores and lets the Resistant go. Which when I was watching, I don't know if I looked away and then looked back because I don't feel like it was really set up at all. I know like he was considered the more, most noble of them, and he like had a line in the first episode. I think you know that kind of made it seem like he. Yeah, this he, might happen, but I feel like in the episode, like he's happily kind of going along and working for the high evolutionary. But then this last moment where, you know, high evolutionary is knocked out and he just kind of like lets him through the door. Well, he had a, he had a line where he was like, oh, we should try a more benevolent hand with the humans. And like he like, you know, stops the one guy oh, from that's killing right. Peter, like a couple of small moments. And there may have been some stuff that we missed. Like they were definitely setting up. There was eventually going to be some sort of heel turn for Lord Tiger um, or like, you know, mm. decision moment. Are you one of us or are you one of them sort of thing? But we never got that uh, that ultimate payoff. Just uh, right. just part of it. Yeah, because they escape. Uh, and at the same time, because uh, apparently because Venom and Cat and Cletus were separated from their symbiotes, the, uh, the, the, the after the last time it happened, so in episode 11, uh, the one that I, I brought up before, uh, apparently this, the synoptic uh, created a system where if the symbiotes were detached from their hosts again, Basically, he would just speed up his world domination plan. So the episode ends with the synoptic like crashing out of the ground and sending the parasites like all over the planet. And then the Spider-Man, the resistance are all just like, Ugh. yeah, well, that <laughs> sucks. Uh, I guess we'll I will deal with that next year, next season. Womp womp. 
Well, we yeah. certainly talked about uh, talked about quite a bit here, uh, Spider-Man Unlimited. But now it comes down to that question: Is it worth visiting today, or should it just stay in the Hall of Memory? If people are seeing this, they're excited, like, "Oh, dang! I remember Spider-Man Unlimited." Uh, it's all on Disney Plus. Should they go check it out, Nick? What do you think? No. You know, I, I'm not going to say I didn't enjoy it. Uh, like I said, the costume was cool. Other than I think the scripting in the first episode, it it, it did get better in a way. Uh, and and I think for Spider-Man, like I'm, especially now as an adult, like you know, I've read been re- have read so much Spider-Man over the years that. Like I like when it like really shakes things up. Like he gets replaced by someone else who maybe isn't quite the same as Peter Parker or what have you. Um, so for this, like seeing Spider-Man operate in sort of a very un-Spider-Man-like situation, I I usually get a kick out of. So some people might have fun with that. Um, but in terms of like the overall show quality, it's not great. Um, and I mean, literally, like if you remember from the history, like it basically was just created to fulfill contractual obligations so i'm not going to say that there weren't people on the production team that you know didn't put their heart in there or anything but i I think it's pretty clear that the show never had a future um which is a shame to a certain degree but also yeah i think if you want to spend your time with spider-man there's much better ways to do it Mm, interesting 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 um, I mean, I, I agree it's not something to go out of your way for, but the fact that it's only 13 episodes, uh, you know, why not? If you if you want to check it out, if you want to, like, throw them on, it's, it's not going to eat up a ton of time. It's interesting, like, enough, but, yeah, don't go out of your way for it. Um, I, I mean, that, I think that's that's more or less where I'm landing on it. I enjoyed what little bit I saw, but I wasn't, like... Because I watched episodes one, two, and three, and then jumped to 13. And while there was some stuff, I'm like, I don't really know like how we got to here. I wasn't like, I, but now I must go find out. And was going to, uh, was going to go like back and watch them. So it was fine. Uh, if we'd gotten more, maybe it could have been more than it was. But we'll never know, and it just is what it is, and it's it's fine. Listening audience, we want to know if you think that it, uh, we're totally wrong, that we should be ri- doing a write-in campaign right now and making sure that this gets back on the air tomorrow. Let Snyder us know. Cut. <laughs> Snyder Cut of, of Spider-Man Unlimited. You can let us know. Hit me one more time dot com slash contact or hit me one more pod on all the socials. We'd love to hear from you. This is now everybody's favorite part of the show. The part where Nick tells us where we can find him when he's not doing this podcast. Dang. Well, uh, you know, you can find me on Instagram at palblamshazam underscore art or on Twitter at palblamshazam. Oh, fantastic. And uh, thanks thanks for being here, of course. And people, if you want to uh, find out what I'm up to, Davlaz, D-A-V-L-U-Z, Twitter and Instagram, find me there. Go read about how I almost died on the side of a mountain recently. And, uh, yep, that's glad you're okay. Yeah, me too. That's great. (laughs) And, uh, of course, meddling kids. I I, know, but wait, what? Nothing. Uh, you were saying, I was just saying, listening audience, thank you for being here. Remember, can't move forward if you're always looking back. We'll see you next time.